Hello, my name is Bob Budiansky, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collecting Podcast. Before we start the episode proper, so Noren and I were just talking about um, what we're what we're kind of chasing at the moment. Um, and well, yeah, we were just talking about like oh, I, in my head, I've 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 mentally put comic cuts in a man, in the manufactured hit box, and so and I've kind of had to do it for my own sanity, but also because I realised I can't chase them. So if I put them in that box, then then <laughs> then I'm not driving myself quite as nuts over it. Um, and then yeah, we and then we were just talking about sticker autos versus yeah 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 so like. Basically, like, you know, Ian sold the 80th, you know, the 80th comic cuts or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So we were talking and like he was telling me about the patch thing. and I was like, man, I think and I was like and I agree with him. I just think like I, it was just in my head. I was thinking for him. I was like, man, eventually that will change. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. They won't be so patchy because like certain books that they cut won't be able to be attainable you know what i mean so it'll feel like a relic does that yeah. make sense like only in the future like not now at all yeah but like that's interesting to like i just had that perspective and then i was telling ian how i'm like i'd love to get like an mcu auto and like i wish paul rudd had signed because i really like the ant-man yeah. series but like man i just can't spend that cash on a sticker right now because i'm really like even though i think like the ones you got ian the um the tree, the tri, uh, what is it called? This really the white, beautiful ones. The tri, oh, triskelion. I haven't got triskelion. any of yet, but they're so nice. God, oh. those are gorgeous, man. The gorgeous. And the silver on them when I get them in hand is going to be so nice. I mean, I was on the fence about these, but now I've got one in hand. I mean, they're just they're just amazing. And this is this is out of twenty five. Wow. And and I got this just before the trailer dropped. Now, if you go on Comsi now, it's a good deal. It's out of twenty-five. The cheapest you can find on Comsi is about five hundred bucks for this. And it's like, I know it's a sticker, but it's all on sticker. It's a really clean auto. I mean, all the MCU stickers, like, all the MCU autos are stickers. So it, yes. and it's not the aesthetic of stickers that bother me at all. I showed you that um, that Boba Fett one, the white with the oh, member Jeremy Bullock. Yes, where it's yeah. like the Joe Smith art, and it's like completely white with the art in the middle. Have I showed you, got you that. that there. Yeah, you want to see? Show it? Tommy. Sorry, Tommy. Okay. We will get on to talking to you and talking about stuff, but we just we were just shooting the sh and we thought it'd be nice to you to just hang out. <laughs> we were like, Tommy wants to be here and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that looks really good. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's beautiful. It's sticker too, and I love it to death. It's absolutely that sticker. The sticker. So that's a sketch card with a sticker. That's an art card with. Well, there is. That's an art. So it's a card with Joe Smith's art. I'm with you. And then on the bottom they put a sticker. So they have one for like. So this is like the only time Star Wars has ever put autographs with like art on a card. You know what I mean? So like. They have a Luke Skywalker. They have Darth Vader. They have uh, L. Dr- uh, James Earl Jones. Auto. Oh, yes. So they have Chewie. They have C-3PO. But I don't know how rare this is. I, I can't find any information, and I'm afraid to ask. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, oh. Another one popped up on eBay, but I just – like stickers are – like I have nothing – I have nothing 
um, again, stickers. I'm just having a hard time, like price point. You know what I mean? Like that, that Jeremy Renner is like no brainer, obviously, but like some of the bigger ones, I'm having a hard time being okay buying that. I have to say the bigger ones. I mean, he's the only one of kind of the original six, is it? That I can afford. You know, well, ScarJo's not done one. Hemsworth and Evans, forget about it. I mean, I can get a Hemsworth from an earlier film because Hemsworth is really... In fact, the thing, that's the thing with Hemsworth and Evans is that they, they're not shy of signing. There are thousands of their autos out there across all the sets, but they go for that money because they're out of 15 or 25 in the later yeah. sets. And that's why I predicted it because they know the value. You, know, you can get a Hemsworth from the first Thor movie for 300 bucks, but you pay the same for the... Um, you go for a Hemsworth on uh, on sticker again for Black Diamond, and you're paying fifteen hundred bucks simply because they made only twenty five of them. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just yeah. crazy, you know. So, anyway, it's anyway, nuts. we digress. How you doing, Tommy? <laughs> I'm doing really well. Doing really, really well. Yeah, I mean, this year, I, uh, I mean, it's it's a flashback, but it's that ninety two. Um, it's that ninety two. Yeah, baby. With the gym and I mean, it says I think there was what like twenty five hundred of these supposed to be. Was there twenty five hundred of each of these? I think that's the number. Um, but I mean, this one has just exploded recently, and I mean, I could I couldn't come anywhere to affording it nowadays. And, and you haven't had it long, have you? No, no, I got it last last year. This one though, this is the Liefeld one. That's right. I actually pulled this from a pack of cards. Ooh. This one cost me maybe a dollar. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a wonderful feeling. That card's impossible to find, too. I, you know, you see the Jim Lee's here and there, but I don't really see that cable one often. Uh, I've got two of the Liefelds. I ended up finding another one a little while later. Uh, nice. So you've got them all. That's why we can't yeah. find them. i got at least two. I want to get at least one more. I can give one to each of my uh, girls, but yeah, that's nice. That's wonderful. Great hey. card, man. I love it. <sighs> Great right, card. We, wow. You know what? I'm going to start us off. I'm going to start us off just so that we're um, uh, we're there. Um, so I um I didn't. I mean, I've got all my error stuff out. I've got some other um some like promos, the toy biz that I've been working on. That's what I've kind of been. Pouring into this year is trying to get that 92 set complete. Cool. Nice. All right. Uh, well, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I'm so excited. Right. Uh, so yeah. So this one I started actually later. Um, it was maybe like 2000 and um, 2015 or so when I got my first one. It was the Shatterstar from the um, uh, from the Danger Room scene. And just, uh, it was actually, I think it was Richard and I, Richard, um, Richard Wright. Yeah. We started talking about it and I was like, well, I think somebody needs to actually complete this set. And so just started really kind of hammering away at it. I'm at about six, uh, about 66% done with it at this point. What set are we talking about now? I've, I've missed a step. 92, um, Toy Biz set. Ah, right. Okay. Can I can I ask you to pause? Can we let's let's start the episode proper and then we can talk about that. Okay. Because you because so it's, it's gold. It's it's good material. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we'll I'm have to excited. edit the dinner, boys. Um, right, I'm, I'm going to kick us off because we're all raring to get going. I love this. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, your weekly digest of hobby goodness, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. I'm being shown some gorgeous cards, but I'll come on to those in a minute. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. His first appearance had a typo, and for years it went unanswered. So today we welcome Norris Rad. <laughs> that's nice <laughs> that's good oh gosh i am so ready and excited to talk today um we have a really special special guest really special guest introduce uh, him introduce him okay so tommy henderson is the god of error cards but also a very much an og of marvel cards a lot of the hidden stuff a lot of things that people haven't touched upon people haven't discovered yet tommy has a very good fix on and just a lovely person and tommy say hi to everybody hey guys i hope everyone is doing well um it's really good to be here today i um i've really been looking forward to this um just get the chance to come and just share some of the stuff from my collection. Well, now, Tommy, you're, before we get into what, what you're going to show us today, obviously we've got, <clears throat> this is an audio podcast and, and it's, no, it's not live, so they can't actually see what you're showing. So if you have a, um, you have a space on Facebook where you show your collection, am I right? Yes. Marvelous. Is that, is that a private group that someone can go to? It is a private group. Um, it's actually, um, I believe, yeah, I think it's actually closed. So I, I can open it up to being um, more public. Well, I was going to say, we could put the link onto the tasting notes. Okay, perfect. If you want. Um, and then you can you can have it so that people can see the group, but you, they still have to ask to join. Maybe we could do it that way. Yes, that sounds good. Might get your numbers up. Okay. Well, it's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> No, it sounds good. I had so I had actually created that group while I was in Lebanon. Um, that was the the only other time I was on the podcast was when I was over there. Um, That's we were right. Near the Syrian border, and I wanted to just kind of keep track of my cards, and so I created that whole side group to do that. So that that was that's right because most of your cards weren't with you, were they? They were they were in the in the Correct. states. That's correct. In fact, I only had one Punisher promo card with me and a Spider-Man, that Spider-Man Live card that was signed. Those were the only two cards I actually had for the whole two years I was over there. Oh, bet those cards have got some stories to tell. (laughs) (laughs) So, unfortunately, the Punisher got left when we had to leave. Uh, So, So the Punisher's still there? Yeah, somewhere around Lebanon. Okay. He's floating well, around. He's floating around. Well, hope, hopefully it'll bring someone some happiness because I'm sure they could use it over there at the moment. Um, but um, so when did you move back? Because you were on episode... 43 and 44. And I'll drop the episode number in there. Uh, for those. It was the Florida one, wasn't it? Yeah. Was, was that the one where we had like 18 people on the podcast and it was like herding cats and I insisted on introducing everyone to everyone when someone new joined? Is that one? <laughs> I think yeah. you up breaking it, did you end up breaking it into two episodes? Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yes, that's probably I true. 
I think I think we did it because we needed to hit our numbers for the for the <laughs> for the episode fifty. Oh, that's right. I think that's why we might have done it actually. <laughs> and also, we didn't have any audio to drop that week. We're so short like, one. Yeah, We're short. chop it in half. Oh yeah, chop that one in half. That'll be fine. I that won't confuse it. anyone ever. Um, but uh, so so you so you have been on here before, which is which is cool. So for those who don't know and haven't heard that episode, t- tell us tell us about you because you mentioned Lebanon. So so what? whereabouts have you come from and to and what do you do and all that kind of stuff and then we'll get into the cards okay good um so in probably like 2015 we decided my family and i decided um there was a lot of issues with like a lot of the syrian refugees coming into the country and there was just a huge humanitarian crisis and we just decided that we really wanted to be part of the solution And so we moved up to Clarkston, Georgia, which is just outside of Atlanta, to help um, help these people as they're coming into the country, just take on more American values to um, to just feel welcome in this country. And so we just wanted them to really feel welcome here. When we got here, we realized that there was a ton overseas as well. So we started looking around, and in Lebanon, uh, I think it's like maybe a quarter to half of the population right now is illegal Syrian or undocumented Syrian immigrants. And just we, um, there's an organization that was doing a lot of work over there. So we decided to move over to Lebanon in 2018. And then um, when we came back in 2020, it was July of 2020. They had that huge explosion at the port over in Beirut in August. And our team, it was just, it's really difficult to do anything over there as foreigners. They don't want any foreigners getting hurt or sick or anything else. Uh, the tensions were already getting ratcheted up. Like when we were, when we go to the bank several times, they would have like tanks barring the roads. And so you couldn't even get around at all. Wow. Really, really difficult. So we made the decision to stay here in Clarkston, right outside of Atlanta, and just do what we could from here. So that's kind of our our quick story, and and that brings you reunited both with your family over there because I know your your folks. Uh, is it Florida? Your folks? Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yes. Hence the Florida project. That's right. I was born in Atlanta, but raised down in Florida, and all my family's in Florida. Right. Gotcha. So that reunites you with your family. It also re- reunites you with this collection that we've we've spoke about in hushed tones so far. <laughs> Um, hush tones. So, <laughs> so tell us about the origins of your collection. I imagine that had started before you um, moved overseas. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So um, it was, I was like, was third grade, it was 1991. Um, it was on a dark and stormy night. No, it was actually, uh, it was outside the lockers, right in front of the uh, music room at my elementary school. And one of my friends was showing me some stuff he got um, when he went to one of the card shops in Tallahassee. And it was the 92 Rhino card. And I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. And um, so I started getting as many rides as I could over to the comic book shop. And the same year is when X-Force was, that set was coming out. And um, I didn't have any money that day. And one of my buddies uh, loaned me a couple of bucks. 
bought a couple of packs and um, actually ended up pulling that Liefeld auto out of it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what kind of just hooked me into it. So, you know, I collected up through Universe uh, Series 4, some of the 95 stuff. uh, Really got into the uh, Marvel Metal. And then, like many other people, kind of petered off for a little while. Uh, regrettably, did not collect Marvel Masterpiece 96. <laughs> <laughs> says everyone everywhere. They said wrong. Damn. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, so got back into it uh, probably in 2013, 2012, somewhere around in there. And then just started trying to kind of fill in some holes. And that's when I came across some of the Toy Biz stuff and mm. some of the some of the promo cards. Um, in fact, in one of the ninety or uh, one of the the Marvel medals, um, I that's where I, I think that if I can remember correctly, you know, my memory is not as good now. I think my first actual pack pulled error card, and it was the Spider-Man. Um, let's see if I can flip over. There we go. Oh, so wow. this is the one that um, it has the layering issue, and so it actually has two cards with two different characters. So the card that is most prominent is the Spider-Man. But the one that is that has the layering issue is actually a Rhino card that's superimposed over it. Looking around at the hair cards online, I'm like, man, these things are pretty cheap. So I'm like, heck, this is a great, you know, something something <laughs> unique, something odd, and something inexpensive. So it kind of hit all my criteria. <laughs> so, so, so basically, this is this is this is what you know. We'll, we'll put this in the episode title. So your kind of niche, if you like, is. Is error cards? Yes. Yes. Now, uh, that's fascinating. I've, I've seen a few people kind of go after them a little bit, but I, your collection is of error cards is, is quite something. So what there's I, uh, my understanding of an error card is that that word is used a lot to describe things that maybe aren't errors, but more production run QA issues that are across the whole set kind of thing. So what what kind of levels of error cards are there in terms of what different types you get? You know, I think I think like you hit on though, Ian, I think it really depends on the person that's defining it. Yeah. I don't really think there's a I don't really think there's a agreed upon definition. My thoughts are though that anything in the production of the card would constitute an error. Whether that be like a crimping, whether that being like a miscutting issue, um, whatever it is that would make that card less than perfect, even if it was in great shape. Or less than t- intended to be, what it intended to be. Yeah, exactly. And so, and then some of these that are in my collection, I'm actually not sure about. Like, I don't know if they were test cards that were accidentally released. Oh, that's um, amazing. <laughs> um, just because of what they are, I'm like, I don't, I don't see how this could have made it into a pack. In fact, one of those is probably one of my favorite ones. It was also the only post I've ever had deleted from MCC um, 
and it was because I didn't have a chance to uh, get it up quickly enough. The second picture, easy. <laughs> the, first, the first picture is. Um, let me see if I can. So the first picture is uh, one of the foils. I don't follow DC at all, but it's one of the foil sets. It's all uh-huh. four of them. And then the back, though, is all of the ni- is some of the ninety two. Um, Whoa. Oh, wow. And so it's so, got DC on one side and Marvel on the other. It does. Wow. <laughs> it does. So my guess is they were probably just trying to check the effects of, or to check to see how, how these cards looked on the front side with the foiling and all. And they just threw in whatever sheet that just happened to have the 92s on the back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, they're that, printed. That would make sense. Yeah, they're printed inverse, and they're definitely not anywhere close to being lined up. No, no, and they're, well, they're different. They're one's portrait and one's one's yeah. landscape. So that's that, so cool. That's interesting. That's like that's like having a piece of like copy paper, and you just want to do a test print to check that it's lined up properly, and you just chuck in anything random. I think it's crazy too because it's on ninety-two Marvel masterpieces. On top of all of that, that's it's crazy. <laughs> Well, I guess that makes sense because they have like the Spectra cards from '92, and those DCs look like they have that similar effect. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, and I think I went back and checked whenever I found these, and they were printed. Um, the '92s came out before this DC set did. So yeah, I, I definitely think it was just something that was just left over. That's interesting. Um, wow. Ian, I also shown in the. Um, those uh, blank, uh, they're blank on the front, and on the back they have the. It's from the X Men second series. Oh yes, the Impel ones, and they're they're blank on the front. Um, I'm wondering if they didn't do the same thing with these, where they were just testing yeah. out the backside. And so some of these cards in, in the collection. I really, I, I don't know if I'll ever completely have an answer for, but I think some of them may have actually been like test run cards. Wow. I think that's fascinating that stuff like that would make its way out somehow. I mean, it, it makes sense to me that, that, that it does. Cause I, you know, when I was, um, uh, when I was uh, 15, I worked at uh, a printer's just on, you know, um, for pocket money for, for like six months or so, just on weekends. Um, and the stuff that would be kind of left over from test runs or stuff that wasn't lined up or things when they're warming up the machines, you know, there's a lot of that stuff hanging around, you know, yeah. and that was that was in the 80s in the, in, in the UK. So I imagine, you know, it's not going to be too dissimilar, although better sort of quality stuff from the printing of um, cards in the 90s. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, you know, thank God for people that steal things out of factories, I guess. Yo, ain't <laughs> that the truth? That's how oh. I got that Silver Surfer hologram plate. Otherwise, yeah. that would never have happened. And but that was, thing, that was you insane. Don't, you don't get that these days because they've raised the, all the security around that. Is, is mad. Oh, it's impossible. Now. Some of the sports car stuff is, is ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah. Destroy and, it on site. Oh, there's absolutely. a shredder near the printer. Like, there's a whole thing. Well, do you remember? Do you remember the um, uh, brand of diecast um, toys, Ertl, E R T L? Did you have no. that in America, or was it? A, I don't. It, it may have been. They so. made. Uh, they made. 
Batmobiles. Um, they did like the '89 Batmobile and the um, the Batwing from the movie. Um, oh wow! They also did um, some Star Trek diecast stuff, like the Enterprise Damn. and Klingon Bird of Prey and stuff like that. Um, and Ertl, ERTL. Um, there was a place that yeah, it must have been a European brand. I thought it was an American brand, but they were sold in the UK as well. But it, it, the more I think about it, the more the story will actually tell me that it's a UK or European brand. Um, they um, they had a, a factory um, in Exeter, which is the nearest kind of major city to where I grew up. And my brother went down there and bin dived and came back with loads of parts and virtually enough to finish a, a Batmobile and a Batwing and things like that. So, yeah, so that's right. That's I remember genius. Now. And that was in 89, and he just learned to drive. So, yeah, he, he went down there, and he, um, he wow. got some stuff made. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, that's anyway. amazing. But that's that's so the cool. kind of stuff you could do. Wow. Do you see what I mean? And nowadays, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that at all. Um, I mean, thank goodness. I mean, we wouldn't have Tommy Always Collection if if that's so. What I find interesting, Tommy, is you've also got some pieces that I've seen that are uh, a more kind of production process testers. Um, yeah. And what I'm thinking about here is the because it's not just ninety stuff. You've got some rather interesting Rittenhouse Archive shadow box uh, components. Yeah. Tell us about those. Um, I don't actually have those in front of me right now. Um, so I've got t- from two different sets. Um, one is the shadow boxes that you had mentioned. I think I sent you the Black Cat one, didn't I? Um, I think yeah. we well, sent you sent me a black cat shadow box. Yes, I don't I don't know yeah. if it was an error one, but <laughs> no, 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 um, it was just the regular one. So the, these were mm. like the the promo pieces. So I've got I don't know maybe six or eight different ones. Some of them are the complete all three layers, and then some of them are broken up where it's just two layers and just one layer. Um, oh. and, and so it's all of, but it, they're they're complete sheets, and they're for both. Uh, what is it? Two thousand and what was it fourteen and two thousand and sixteen? Was that the right years, Ian? For those, I think so. Is Marvel U actually no twenty twelve? It says on the back here. Okay. Um, so that's the Black Cat one that you sent me. Okay. Oh so wow, that's pretty. Twenty twelve, then in, I think it's twenty fourteen because I think it's two years apart. Yeah. Um. And I can get you pictures of these. Um, mm. I also have the. Um, hold on. Live from Tommy's closet. Literally. No rush, buddy. <laughs> so the shadow boxes, so people know, they have the name of the character all the way in the back. The second layer in the middle ground has the full figure of the character, and then you have a headshot on the very foreground yeah. of the card. Yeah, the middle and the top are acetate with cut sections, and then wow. the bottom is a is a, 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 a single layer. So it's kind of got the background and the character name. And oh, my God, Tommy. Effect. But look at... Okay. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> How did you do that? So These Tommy's showing us. Notes, folks. Jesus. So, oh God. Okay. So Tommy's showing us uncut sheets and the layers. So he has one sheet 
that features all of the titles of the characters. Then That's the second backlash. sheet, which is a transparency, has all the full figures. And then the next sheet is all the portraits at the top of the card. So, effectively speaking, Tommy has made his own stacks cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 1,000%. That's exactly what he did. Holy wow. T- they're, they are they are incredible. I, I just I just don't know, and that's the thing. I mean, I know you know wow. you've you've lucked out there because I I don't search for them, but I've simply never seen them listed. I, you know, I don't see them very often at all. Um, they definitely seem more difficult to come by because um, I've only found these. And then there was a set from Rittenhouse that was the one of the Women of Marvel's um, ones, and they. Um, so when I bought these, the guy he had them listed as just one sheet. He ended up sending me six of them. I'm on the edge of my seat now, Tommy. You realize? Oh, and they're all still covered except for one of them has an exposed character. Okay, so let's just describe. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a border, and I think it's Women of Marvel set two. And is that is that a, a border that has different character faces on, like the ones that you had on the comics that would Yes. It is. Wow. Oh my goodness me, that's exquisite. <laughs> Yeah, has Sif and Rescue. Now, all of these tabs, though, you can pull up, and you could rip off if you wanted to to expose the card underneath. Whoa. Wow, okay. So, and then the best thing with this was, so the guy who had sold these to me, I don't think he really knew what he had, but he ended up selling me the one sheet for $40. I don't usually talk many prices, but um, and then he ended up sending me six of them. Oh, wow. okay. Well, that's nice. That's yeah. nice that that happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Wow, those are really cool looking. Yeah, see, a lot of people just don't understand like production stuff yet. It's very strange to me. Um, it's so unique. A lot of people don't really talk about it. Um, I, I think it's just not hit the like. I think the people who have the production stuff very much understand it are an archivists and librarians themselves, where they're keeping all this stuff historically, like Tommy and others that we know. Um, but people in general don't seem to look at them and, and kind of understand the significance of them. It's very strange. Very strange to me that that hasn't kind of caught on yet. Well, in a way, I guess Tommy's yeah, kind of glad that it hasn't caught on yet. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could always we could always never air this episode tommy if you yeah, know, yeah. keep it a little bit nervous with some of this i'm like ah <laughs> well, the thing is, you know even if it did catch on there's so little of it out there yeah it's not gonna you know it's not I, like I, I could decide to go after it tomorrow and acquire you know an equal collection i mean your stuff is is really you know special stuff unique yeah yeah and that's one of my that's one of my criteria in like if i'm gonna i don't spend a lot of money on my collection uh just we just don't have as much to do that but when i do see like one or two things a year that i'm like man that's what i'd really like to go after 
Um, you know, it just makes it worth it. Um, That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, I don't have a huge, huge collection, but the stuff that I do have, I really, really love. I really do. Tell tell us about your current quest then, because we we touched on it just before we started the episode proper. But what, what you've been going after recently? I know what you've been going after, but folks listening might not. Yeah, so um, this started kind of when I got back into collecting. Um, so maybe like 2013 or so. Um, I was on eBay and I saw this Shatterstar card from the 92 Danger Room panel, which for me as a kid, man, I just I lo- absolutely love this set. I love the Great pa- set. I love the artwork on it. I love the borders on it. I mean, everything on it just screams like 90s. And I don't know. Absolutely love it. Yes. And um, it was actually one of the, it was one of the few sets I ever was given. And my grandmother gave it to me um, shortly before she passed away. And so the set really does mean a lot. And then I saw this Toy Biz card. I was like, what is that? Because I never really got into action figures at all. Um, just wasn't my, wasn't part of my niche. But then I was like, I just, I don't know. I love this set. So I went ahead and bought the card. Then fast forward to this group, and I got to meet Richard Wright. <laughs> one, one day, and, you know, as this group does, it, it tends to um, increase what you're collecting. <laughs> we were just talking, and I was like, you know, someone needs to put together this set. As we were just talking through it, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to start doing that. So I just started, like, hammering away at it. I'm about, uh, I think I'm right now at about 63 of them. 63 Whoa. of them. Um, so definitely been making some progress. Some of these cards are in really, really rough shape. Mm. As they can be. And then some of them, like the... Um, or is it the Deadpool card? Um, the Deadpool one's almost in perfect shape. Wow. I think I paid 25 cents for it about two weeks ago. So is this the is this the Jim Lee X-Men Series 1? Yes, yeah, it is. It, right. It, and so for those who don't know, this, this is a, a version of every card, but with the Toy Biz stamp on the back. It is. That was only available in action figures. It and was. randomly too. Yeah, and there do seem to be more cards that seem to be more prevalent in the secondary market as I've been watching it. Interesting. Um, some of the some of the lesser known characters are actually more difficult to find from this set. Um, I actually have three Wolverines right now. Nice. Um, so I mean, I don't know. It, it really is. It's very very random. Like so with the um, with the action figures. They would just put one of the cards on the back of it, like yeah. behind behind the action figure, but like mounted on the board. But you yeah. couldn't see it, could you, if you were buying this? Barely. You could see bits and pieces of them, but they. Um, so some of them are damaged because of the glue where they attach, like the plastic uh... the outside of it. And then sometimes, unfortunately, they taped the cards in there. So, like, my team <sighs> from the middle. Yeah, that's it. I have one. There you go. I have one. Polaris, do you need it? Do I need it? Um, Card 27. It's yours if you want it. 
Uh, I actually have that one already. Um, if you want it as a trader, you're welcome to it because it literally is doing no good here whatsoever. No, but I was going to say Richard Wright may actually need that card for him because he. In that case. <laughs> He's doing the same series. Oh, is he? In that case, I will shut up. I will put that back, and I will speak to Richard, a fellow <laughs> countryman of mine. So all I've got to do is open the window and shout, and he'll hear me. <laughs> wow, Tommy, that looks man. You know, there's something so special about these cards. I really, I really love these cards. I came across a god it was like 40 of them psa 10s at a card show yeah i was at a card show and i was looking at marvel stuff and it was you know i put this on a video and i was walking around and this guy just had like 40 or 35 of these things lined up all tens and it wasn't any of the big characters but it was like most of the set you know what i mean like there was a beast a jubilee domino lilandra like beautiful cards like gorgeous cards how many are and um there's a hundred. Yeah, there's a hundred in the set, but from what I've been able to gather, I don't think they did the checklist. Right. See, that's the big thing I keep hearing too. Everyone's dying to find the checklist. I don't think it exists. I wouldn't well, doubt it. Yeah, I mean, if you've been looking this long and you haven't found it yet, odds are it, that it doesn't. There's a guy actually here in Atlanta that's selling this set right now for about two thousand dollars. Oh wow. Uh, and so I went and looked. At his listing is on Facebook. Um, it's also, um, but if you look at the back of his, um, his checklist card is not stamped with Toy Biz. Interesting. Okay. That's what also leads me to believe that there is no actual Toy Biz checklist for this set. Um, yeah, yeah, because the checklist has got Cerebro on the back, isn't it? Yeah. Unless you find like the uncut sheet, then it might. But other, th- I don't think they would have put that in a toy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think they would have put that in a toy. So that are those quite a tease, those have staples on uh, stamps on the back too? The the ones behind the ninety two? Oh, those. those are the Nelsonic. Are they promos? The Nelsonic ones? Yeah. So the Nelsonic ones, I only have two of. Um, I will not go through the insanity of trying to put together this. <laughs> <laughs> So where did you find the Nelsonics? Like, how do you find those? Are those also in action figures? Um, this one, the Polaris I found, um, the Polaris was, uh, I think that one was from eBay. The Banshee I got from Richard Wright. But they were originally, they were originally put out um, as, like, accessory. Uh, they went with, like, a watch. And so, if you bought oh, yeah. a watch, it was like included in that per- or in that packaging. Interesting. Now, now this this kind of mentally brings me full circle. Do you remember Bob Budiansky? Yes, of course. Our, our friend and Marvel um, editor and creator and all round lovely guy. Um, he is putting together um, or working on a book at the moment about this set. And I remember he posted in the group asking if anyone had information about promotional stuff or anything like that. And someone posted a picture of that watch on the comments of his post. Okay. Um, So I will will make a mental note to go back to that post and dig out the picture of that watch. uh, (laughs) Because that surely is where that card would have come from. That's pretty amazing. 
Now, here's a question, because I have that set here. I just have the, the regular set, and I, I, I think I am going to be keeping it. I don't think it's going to go in my card purge, um, although I'm much more of a spidey guy. Um, did the, uh, the, It had five holograms, that set. Did they come in the toy biz? No. Interesting. That's what I've always heard, too. I heard it's not the holograms because the holograms were printed on a different sheet than the toy biz. So I think that's why I mean, my understanding and Tommy, you have to correct me if I'm wrong, because you know more about this than I do, of course. But the way that they did those toy biz cards, they printed off a few of the uncut sheets, stamped toy biz on the back. You know what I mean? Like, as you can see, like in your collection, you have some stamps that are harder than others. Like you have the lesser ones and the harder deeper darks yeah, i'm imagining that's just yeah. the difference between two different uncut sheets right yeah i would i would think so or just where it where it came out in the run this one yes. is actually my strongest stamp that i've seen see i wonder oh if goodness. that was like so like what i've started to notice here is like the stronger stamps tend to be at the beginning of the production line because I yeah. feel like it's similar to Sketchographs because they have the embossed stamp on them and the embossed stamped on the Sketchographs that seem to be more detailed when the artist did lesser detail ones later on. It seems that be those were stamped first and their, their definition is at a higher quality. Yeah. I'm yeah, assuming I- that's a guess. The one thing I've always wanted to know is how many sets did they actually run? That that's been a question I've had. Because I think I, you have to look at the production of the toys, yeah. right, and try to figure that out. Yeah, I mean that there were an awful lot of those toys. I mean, how many figures were there though? In the series that had the toy biz thing? Yeah, I actually don't know the I'm, number because I'm thinking they, they, they wouldn't have necessarily been a hundred different figures, would there? So you're talking about. You know, you could buy 20 Wolverine figures, for example, and end up with 20 different Toy Biz cards in the back of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I honestly, I have no idea how many different ones they did in each I, run. It must be a fairly high volume. I mean, the oh. thing with these is that you've got you've got a couple of things working against you here, which might explain the, the, the weaker character aspect of not finding them as much, is that the weaker characters, you know, kids might have opened those and been like, Tossed. Yeah, go in. I don't. I'm not. I don't care for that. Or just you know, it just got used as, you know, put it in your bike spokes, or, or used as a bookmark, <laughs> or or to jimmy the lock on the on the rec room, or whatever it is. Um, uh, or you give it to the fat kid that no one talks to. So uh, I got loads of those at school. No, Speaking uh, of that, I have like a few. <laughs> damn it, you took my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds think alike. Um, but um, but th- that's interesting. And also, but the figures, you know, there's an awful lot of them that people have kept sealed as well. So I guess it's similar to, you know, pe- you know, sealed boxes, especially the new limited product like Marvel Masterpieces. You know, there are people out there who keep and collect sealed boxes and they will never open them, which might explain like, those, those, like, those plates or the red spectrums that no one's ever seen are likely mm-hmm. in a sealed box Sitting collection box. somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? I mean, have you ever actually decided to go after the figures just to get, even if it's a, you know, beat up but still on card? kind of affair um so i have the only one that i have ever bought for the card underneath was the iceman card and i and i wanted to get the wolverine the danger room one mm. 
smart. Because for me, that card seemed to be one of the hardest ones to find, and the guy, he wanted next to nothing for it. And so I ended up just giving my kids the Iceman after after I got the card out, which nice. they probably lost. Uh, still have not seen Iceman <laughs> somewhere in the bedroom. That's a great Iceman, too, man, because he comes with his Iceman surfboard and he's translucent. Like, it's a really cool Iceman. I had that Iceman as a kid. It's awesome. Did you think it was a, a silver surfer for the longest time, Noren? Is that why you had it? Ha, 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 ha. No. <laughs> <laughs> it must be the bane of your life that people are constantly tagging you in sketches that are there, uh, 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 potentially no, no. could be on the on the verge of Iceman or, or, or Silver Surfer. People are pretty, pretty people are having a good time with me about that actually recently. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. <laughs> so so Toy Biz and then what else have you been um so you mentioned marvel metal as your thing and and i've i've kind of had this happen as well uh where you've spotted something and you you've sent it to me and then i've sent it on marvel metal seems to be one of the really interesting ones in terms of the the types of error that you get in the production of the card mm. yeah so with the um with the marvel metal i um just knocked over all of the cards. Sorry that I have stacked up here. So, oh no, um, you need to you need to take your time. <laughs> all, but they're all in hard cases. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but um, so for the Marvel Metal, I think for me the reason that I really started like going into that one is because one, I loved I love the layering errors. Oh. Um, harder to find, I think. Um, but I pulled the Spider-Man one from a pack, so it just kind of seemed like the logical one to go after. Um, and I've been able to get like 13 or 14 of those types of errors where it's flipped over, um, where it's got an inverse, um, image on it. This one is probably my favorite, though. This is the Ghost Rider one, and it's also... It's got the strength power grid on the back of it. So this That's one, great. Yeah, that one is probably my favorite. Um, I've also found, though, that in the... We had gone through for the issue a little while back with the non-factory cut stuff, the oh. NFC stuff. Mm. Um, there have also been people that have intentionally made error cards... In the Marvel Metal, here's two of them, just for examples. So this particular set, the way it was put together, um, I think it was Donald Comstock was the one that was was telling me that there was a particular way of like putting a chemical on here that you could peel that top layer off and create yeah. this other type of card. So I've got the Beast and the Spider-Man of that. Oh, wow. Um, they were pretty cheap, so I just went ahead and got them just for examples of what to of what's out there right now but um no and then there's a couple in here that i honestly i cannot explain what the heck happened um this strong guy i can't remember who i got this from somebody in one of the groups but it's got like the line going down so it actually has three different three different things on it on the front of it whoa yeah i mean just I just love I, I love the shininess. I guess it's like my ADD or something. <laughs> like, 
anything that's shiny and i'm like oh this whole set was shiny oh tell me about it shiny has cost me an awful lot of money over the years i'm sure everyone yep. listening can probably speak to that as well yep 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 <laughs> and then um this other set i found this this um norn and i were talking about this um this is the silver surfer one yes this is like 11 cards from that set that i'll show you the warlock one actually i'll show you the surfer ones and um, but on the back of it is a different character in the inverse. <laughs> oh, wow. So yes. this one's like, you know, the surfer on the front and then, um, the heralds, the card 70 on the back and it's yep. also aligned. But yeah, this person, um, I, obviously they got a box that had like one just destroyed sheet in it. And that's what mm-hmm. I love finding is when you can find like collections Yes, that, that were like boxed out of the same sheet, so you get a huge number of like continuous error cards. Yes, yeah, um, I can see your toes, Tommy. They're beautiful. I just say they are. <laughs> He's got lovely toes, everybody. He's got lovely toes. We won't put pictures of those on the tasting notes, though. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm um well i tell you what i'm fascinated by is that i and i know you're you're one of the people that goes after these and we did do an episode on them is promo cards for well for, for stuff but specifically for comics and i know you you go after these as well so you know yeah. the um uh, which is a which is another little nice little area because i know you've bought like lots off ebay just for one card <laughs> that you've seen yeah. and you'd be like what's that that looks interesting and then you've gone and bought it <laughs> i have i have um so i kind of go through different parts where i'm like oh i just want to collect this oh i just want to collect that and um i i did go through the one where i started collecting the actual the, the promo cards for one of my favorites is this one. This is from they did a set for these um, comics that were coming out throughout the year. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they kept adding like some different questions and answers, and then when you got to the end, you sent in your postcard to Marvel with all of your answers to get a free poster that was signed. Oh. And, this was the this was the comic that they announced the winner in. So, oh wow! Um, I would love to actually get one of those signed posters though, because I think there was ten of them that was given out for that particular set. Wow. Um. So yeah. Um. The other ones that really um these were the ones for Acts of Vengeance. And they were hard to find. There's five of these, and then I jumped this Evolution Four one in here. Or I'm sorry, there's four of them. There's four of them, and um, the Damage Control, the Taskmaster is probably my favorite. I've not seen that one. I've never seen that one. There's, there's that. Um, That's cool. But yeah, so um, yeah, just absolutely love these. And some of these are harder to find that aren't filled out because like kids would like write their own name in these. Yes. Yeah. Then put them in their wallets. Yeah. Um, one of the guys showed me um, in the group. I can't remember who it was. He actually still has his Taskmaster in his wallet from when he was a kid. And that thing. Really? Is up. 
That's amazing. I, That's I've, cool. I've got a fair few of these, but you, I'm seeing stuff on on your screen at the moment that I've simply simply never knew existed. Like that Taskmaster. In fact, yeah. most of the stuff on that page I've never seen that you're showing yeah. me right now. The damage control I've seen. Um, that one I've never seen. That what is that? Um, so that one says prisoner identification to the vault. Um, right. And uh, just looks like it's supposed to be like an ID tag for someone. That's interesting. Uh, the superhuman, the registered superhuman one. <laughs> I've never seen that. I've got the I've got the Avengers priority identification ones. They're pretty cool. Yeah. So um, these are the ninety Marvel annuals. These are so frustrating for an error card person. <laughs> not cut to standard sizes. Yes. Then the set, there's not a standard size. So I'm like, which ones do I get rid of? That's why I have a Uh lot. Here are some of those Avengers priority cards. Very cool. Right, so let, so let's let's just check here because I've only got well, I've got three. I've <laughs> let's got, just check here. <laughs> no, I've got one with Luke Cage on, one with Wolverine on, and I don't know how many different ones exist with different characters. So, ah, who have you got there? Is that Thor? Yes. So I've got I've only got Thor and Luke Cage. Okay, so I've got a Wolverine, Luke Cage. I've also got a blank one that was from Solo Avengers Hawkeye, um, which is pretty tasty. Yeah, I love I like, them. I like the Nick Fury one too. Yes, yes, I've got one of those. These are these are awesome. But yeah, there's um, and then I love this metal, this, not metal, I guess, plasticky one. Eh, I guess it's just hard, like thick card stock. <gasps> wow, that's cool. Oh, that looks amazing. Tommy, I, I need to break into your house and steal some of these because I've just <laughs> I've never seen that You're before. You're supposed but... to tell him, Ian. God. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's where we go wrong. During Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right the over. Er- I, got, I got two error cards. One thanks to Tommy, I think. Or maybe I made this up in my head, Tommy. I don't remember. But I got this one. Which is my absolute favorite. Now, what set's that from? Not recognize that one, Noren. It wasn't three masterpieces without any of the logo or name. So completely. That's like a virgin variant. Yes. That's stunning. Can someone please help me find some black cat? Error cards. <laughs> I, I can't believe I found this. This collectors was all over lucky. The, collectors all over the hobby and now de, uh, de, uh, changing existing <laughs> cards to make them look like error cards. And, and then this one is the only other one I have, which is the overpower. But oh, there's okay. no tax. That's interesting. That's cool. That cool. These are the only two I have, and I, I'm absolutely in love with them for sure. Well, and Norrin and Ian, if I run across any of those particular characters, I will definitely let you know because oh. I don't really need any more cards in my collection. You're <laughs> beautiful, man. You're doing well. So how often do you do you kind of nibble away at it? And, you know, because I know that people know enough now that you're the error card guy, that whenever anything comes on, on one of the groups, you get tagged. <laughs> Yeah. So, do, are you kind of in a nice, relaxed position now, where you can just kind of let the community do that hunting for you, or are you still actively out there, like checking eBay three times a day and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely still out there checking eBay. Um, 
But at this point, I'm not really buying anything unless it's something that I to like fill a hole in my collection or something that really is just like a total train wreck error. You know, multiple things wrong <laughs> with the card. Um, I'm just, I'm just not in. Or if it's a set that I really love, like the '92 X-Men set. If I see errors in that one, I'll definitely try and bite on that more often. Smart. Um, I actually forgot about these that were in here. Don't you love it when you forget about cards you have? Oh, yes. We were yeah. talking about some of the um, pre-production pieces that somehow got out, or the variants oh, that got no. out. These are some of the variants that got out. So I have four of them. Um, I've got the Punisher one. And if you look, the the coloring is off on it. Yes. Um, but um, where is it? It's down here. Like on the Wolverine one, it doesn't actually have the black lines. And the trademark is in a different place. Interesting. And so these four cards... Um, I was at least told by the seller were actually squirreled out of the facility uh, where they were printed. Um, and so, yeah, these are some of the ones that, uh, this one's, yeah, this one's also, this is a, sorry, Norn, this is a Silver Surfer you're probably not going to get. Um, yeah, so are there only one of those? Is that a production, is that what you're saying? Yeah, so these are production things, So if you look at it, the trademark is in a different area. Also, let me see the two. Yeah, the two is different. Yeah. So which one's the rare one? So this one over here on the left side. That's what I thought. Okay. Move your camera over a little bit to that side, Tommy. There we go. There we go. Because it was only half in frame. Wow. Look That's that. amazing, man. Norin, Norin, are you are you I can I can see Norin's feeling a little bit faint he's swooning i'm on ebay bit. now i'm just looking. <laughs> hang on you're I'm, always on ebay aren't you <laughs> you're like I, that's so true you're plugged into it <laughs> let me see your captain america Which okay there's cap and let me see the rare cap oh sorry that was the rare cap. yeah so the rare one is okay on the left. i get okay, it I'm now with i'm with you i see it now <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's I, fine. See, I don't this care. Is, this is great. I've learned something here. I've learned <laughs> yeah. of a different thing that exists. Because I don't think of, you know, when I think of error cards, I think of like big production runs and things like that. I don't think of it in terms of these promos that were given away in comic shops. But of course, you know, it, what, why wouldn't it exist in that kind of production of those yeah. cards? Um, this is so fascinating. True. Yeah, and like these, um, so these were from, this was another one from the same set. This one is actually cut wider than the other ones are. So this oh, is round, but it's, it's cut almost an, I don't know, a quarter of an inch or so, cut wider. Maybe not a quarter of an inch, maybe an eighth. Um, and so, yeah, I was trying to slide this one into a um, penny sleeve. <laughs> I realized what had happened to that card. And I was so like, that, oh. that's kind of an accidental, you, you didn't know what you had. No, that was part of a set. That was part of just a lot I had gotten. I was just going through it and trying to put them all in penny sleeves and realized I was like, oh my goodness, this one's actually cut wider. Wow. wow. That's, That's really cool, Tommy. 
<laughs> Sounds like a lot of the um, higher-end um, Marvel Masterpieces ones that people can't fit into two hundred one touches because they're they're just a shade too high, I think, or something like that. Yeah, didn't someone find a fix for that by setting it to uh, by getting the BGS? Uh, um, uh, yeah, you um you, instead of using um a one touch, you use a B. Now what what's the brand? B B something. Oh, you're right. It's not BGS. Whoops. It's no. BCW or something like that. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So if you go for a one touch from a different company, which is fine, unless you've got OCD like me, um, yeah. <laughs> you'd want them all the same. Um, it's just, uh, I, it, I'm just trying to describe to folk what we're seeing here. Tommy's just scrolling through the most comprehensive collection of promotional cards for sets i've ever seen you've got the universal yeah. studios ones which i simply don't have i mean you can't get them over here at all because obviously we're in the uk and universal studios wasn't here um those prototype marvel universe 92 they're kind of a lot of people don't a lot everyone knows about the marvel masterpieces 92 prototype cards but it feels to me like the marvel universe ones are a little bit of a hidden secret <laughs> There's even a bigger hidden secret, which is the uh, 1990 Marvel Universe, and the 1991 Marvel Universe as well. Uh, that was my video that everyone was like, "Why are you making that face?" But no one could read the difference. But that's fine. I'm not bitter. To be and fair, the I, I, even the, even after you pointed out to me, I still had trouble seeing. Hey man, it. I, I'm not going to explain it to people. The um the other is thing is the 1991. Oh. The 1991's Marvel Universe has a uh, promo too, oh, which is right. that's really dumb, right, Tommy? The promos yeah. from '91 that came in the cellophane pack. Yeah, it's yeah. so stupid. So check this out. So let me show the viewers because I want you guys. The difference is there are other differences, but like the main one for the surfer. Well, the main difference period is the 1991 that's up in the corner of that series is not bolded. The numbers are not bolded, and that's the cellophane pack. Those are the ones that are the promos. But on the back, there's also a notable difference where, like, the S in in silver is touching the head of Silver Surfer's profile picture in the promo. It's weird. Like, all of them have this just a little bit off. Just a very slight, yeah. Placement and design. Wow. Comic cards and collectibles. Oh, the Triton ones are nice. Wow. Um, so the interesting the interesting thing is there's some there's some actually inset differences as well. If I remember correctly, oh, the Marvel did you do that. Oh, you dirty dog! I've got tons of these, Noren. Oh god! So it's just the Marvel Marvel Universe ninety one stuff we're talking about. God, Tommy's dangerous. See, this is why I don't like talking to Tommy because he depresses me. This is exactly what happens. <laughs> See, I'm just I'm just glad Black Cat wasn't in that set. So I. Oh. <laughs> God, Tommy. How so, did you do that? Tommy has a fistful wow. of variants in his hands. This is the best way I can phrase it. <laughs> a fistful of variants. He just dipped his hand into the tea. Literally. It was like one of those magic claws. He just dipped his hand in and came out with loads. Came out with it. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Dangerous, but there's 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 some interesting. I mean, there's the ones that everyone knows about. So, for example, there was a, I don't know, I think it was a Crunch and Munch set, and it has two versions of the Wolverine. That has got a white border, and one's got you know yellow text or something. And I think there's there's some uh, in production ones with Marvel Universe '92. There's a card that has a different. uh, I can't can't remember it off the top of my head, but there are some differences actually within the production as well. 
Are you talking about the white border one? In Marvel Universe 92, yeah. That one. That's yeah. it, the checklist. That's there, cool. Um, there's also in 92, let me see if I can find it. Here it is. There's the variant of the uh, Gwen Stacy card, the death of that's, Gwen Stacy. That's the one I was struggling to remember and what card it was. On the back of one. Yeah, on the back of one, it says the word later in the last line. That's right. That's cool. So it's got two versions with the text doing different things. <laughs> Tommy, why do you have so many of those Marvel Universe 92 collectors tin? impact promos are they are they have they got differences as well which one the ones that you're showing us the marvel universe sorry i forgot where my camera was pointed um (laughs) that's what we can see (laughs) (laughs) no i i had um honestly i just had a bunch of these that were left over for when i was ripping packs back today and i just decided to fill a page with them Oh, that's okay. That's, that's fine. Cool. You got you got me thinking that there were going to be variants of those. You know, I'm so glad that Black Cat isn't in either of those sets. She completely skipped both '91 and '92 Marvel Universe. How um, did that happen? I don't know, but I would have I would have given my right leg. I was going yes. to say something ruder there for Black Cat to have been in Marvel Universe '92 because that would be oh. the absolute coming together of two. I cool love Marvel ones. Universe '92. Marvel Universe 92 is simply the most gloriously satisfying trading. In fact, I, I would I challenge you to come up with a more overall satisfying set to have yeah. and collect. It's just gorgeous. And you can get a set plus change within the box. And the sealed boxes of MU92 aren't going massive. Like mm. and they have great holograms in there. Very and they have holograms. amazing holograms. And the tin is beautiful as well. I'll tin is very nice. Yeah, I've got a sealed tin. It's one of my. In fact, it's my only sealed item. That was my first set. That was my first set. Ninety-two Marvel Universe. It was the first Marvel card set I ever saw. You remember me saying it? I remember we talked about that. I know. I know. I know. Um, and I couldn't That's afford so it. I simply couldn't afford it. For years, yeah. I wanted it, and you know, now I've gone back and got it. Um, it does make it does make me laugh when you find stuff that you forgot you had. Um, Tommy, that must happen to you more than it does to Noren, because Noren keeps his, his stuff pretty tight. Well, and also, as I've found, the aging process has also contributed to that effect considerably. <laughs> You're aging, not the cards. Yes, I'm aging, not the cards. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I... But, but, how I typically collect it, I just like go after one thing and then I'll stop and then I'll just go after something else and then like I'll forget what I was, what I had been working on. Um, I don't know. It's just part of the process, I guess. You like a dog chasing fire engines? Basically. Basically. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what I do if I catch one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of been no, but interestingly, even even with that, you you've you've still got quite a lot of focus there. But that's been my focus generally for the last five plus years and i was you know i was uh, but on a bulk scale so i was ending up just going after too much which is why i've been massively just trimming back at at this point um because there comes a point when you can't do that and even with focus i'm I'm having trouble choosing (laughs) as we talked about just before we started recording so um this is crazy um 
so Tommy, obviously a lot of this stuff is kind of older. I'm 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 not going to say the word vintage because we've we've talked about our views on vintage and golden silver age and you know of card eras and things like that. What's your when you look at like the current scene with new sets? Because am I right in thinking you don't really go in and buy new stuff? Yes, that's correct. That's probably partly because of sanity um, and also because of cost, yeah? That's exactly right. Yeah. So my thoughts are I would rather just go into stuff. And I also have a good understanding of, like, where the prices are with things. Um, And, I mean, it just helps me complete stuff I already have. Um, I was contacted recently about buying some like newer set errors and I just didn't know enough about them. So I passed them on to somebody else. Yeah. Cause like, even though they're errors doesn't mean that I, um, doesn't mean that I collect them. I just, I, there's so many different things. I don't know how many, like how prevalent certain errors were in later sets. Um, I do love the artwork though. That's one of the reasons I love scrolling through the feed on um, and doing the the weekend pickup post. Mm. It's just seeing all of this great artwork and all this great product coming out. But I just honestly, I don't know enough about it to be purchasing it right now. No, uh, well, that's fair enough. So for those for those who uh, there's some bonkers stuff I'm I'm seeing here. I don't know what half of it is. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm. Uh, for those who don't know, so in MCCW, Tommy um, is is one of the uh, moderation team. Does a fine job. Um, thank you for your service, Tommy. Um, <laughs> the um, the uh, every week on a Saturday, you do a post that, that that's called the Collector. And it, and it literally is a picture of that character called the Collector. In fact, you have one main picture, but then someone knocked up a, a, a composite image of different appearances of him um which i love and then um and you leave it open for what two three days once a week you post it and it's for people to post their pickups and hits yeah yes i post it on saturday morning that's why i try to get it posted Uh and it just allows people to whatever they have picked up marvel card related in the last week so we can all just kind of share in each other's success um Also, we could just kind of see, hey, man, what's out there? What what still is available? Mm. Um, just opening up the hobby. Because um, I think a lot of times we'll buy stuff the way and no one ever sees it hardly. And it's just nice to be able to have a chance to kind of show off what yeah. has been bought throughout the week. Yeah, absolutely. What's the most – I'm going to put you on the spot here, Tommy – What's the most amazing jaw-dropping thing you've seen in, in one of those threads um, that sticks out to you right now? I would say, I mean, uh, what's this? Um, <laughs> Sorry, I don't really put me on the spot. I just thought, you know, is there something that sticks with you in your head? Because sometimes, I, some weeks, it's bonkers. I have to turn off the notifications on it because there's so much stuff that people are, yeah. are like sharing. Um, I but love I'm, the original art, like especially when someone gets like one of like the masterpieces or oh, yeah. the original pieces from uh, like one of the, the the universe set. Yeah. Um, I think that would probably be one of my. I, mean, I love sketch cards, 
somehow for me, just seeing the original artwork from like a mass produced set of cards is not really And I love, I love the excitement. You can almost hear in their voice while they're like typing up their. Um, I don't, for me, that's the biggest. I love yeah. that. It is. It is absolutely great. I think you might have your hand over your mic. Oh, sorry. There we go. I love that. <laughs> that's better. Can I show you something I forgot I had? Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Well, I, I decided not to use One Touches a while back after trying some. Thank you for knowing for providing my trial uh, One Touches. Um, yeah. But um, but then I realised I had a spare. I say spare black cat bronze pmg so i thought you know what just to display it i'll stick it in one of these ah, one touches awesome. and and there there she is so yeah i actually happen to have two of those and then i found a regular base one that i found so so that's that's kind of that's kind of just nice display they just look good in there, right there. they yeah. do don't they all oh, got the back of that one there there we go there we go look at them but you know i i can there's some of the PMGs I look at. Sorry, I don't mean to be going on to PMGs. Some of the PMGs I look at, and I look at them and I'm like, yes, all right. But then some of them just absolutely pop. You know, um, and I know I'm biased, but come on. That parts. It's no, the only Black PMG that, that she's amazing. been on. It's the only PMG that she's been on. She wasn't in Fleer Retro 2013 or 15. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be talking from talking to you from a cardboard box. <laughs> I was in there two years ago. Well, yeah. however long that was. So yeah, outside Jesus. of Quickie Mart, somewhere on the outskirts of, of, of eating ramen every day. Yeah, uh, he, eating someone else's leftover ramen. I think is <laughs> is the go-to for that. Um, Tommy, if you were going to buy anything modern, yes. What's tickled your fancy of late, having seen all these wonderful pieces that people are acquiring? Um, I mean, I've really liked the 2020, um, the masterpieces. Um, I think the artwork is just absolutely incredible. I think the 2016 masterpieces has been just absolutely incredible. Um, I mean, those are the ones, I mean, I, I actually, I loved the Marvel Metal set back in 95 but i was not blown away by what i saw and there i mean talking about errors i've seen tons of errors coming out of that set oh do you mean the x-men metal universe yeah Yeah. and so i just i don't know i think i would probably stick to the masterpieces at this point just because the artwork is absolutely incredible and from what i saw like the card construction is really well done um so yeah probably what i would go after they are deeply satisfying sets. They really are. Beautiful sets. Absolutely gorgeous sets. Um, <laughs> no, one's, no one's doing some housekeeping there. What are you, what are you Well, because Tommy decided to do stuff to my head and mess me all up. So I had to go through my surfer stuff and make a mental note of what I'm missing. Oh. Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's traumatized me. This is what happens. It sends me into a frenzy. I'm like, Triggered. look at all my stuff. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, it should have been a warning. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll put a disclaimer at the top of the episode. That you says, know I need pictures of all that stuff, right, Tommy? Yeah, well, I'm going to be hitting him up. I've made a note. And, and, and knowing I'm going to need um, I'm going to need pictures side by side, front and back of those surfers, please. You, <laughs> you know, Tommy, I don't know if you know this, but Ian and I have been, like, wanting to plan a kind of like a, a character club 
like collectathon look at our list the series like on IGTV and like get together and just go down our list, uh, which we're doing soonish. So we're both kind of like, oh god, <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff I don't know. Well, the beautiful <laughs> thing is, I've seen nothing in Tommy's collection of Black Cat, but he's shown several items of Surfer that have got you twitching, man. You're tweaking. You're tweaking. I can tell. <laughs> I gotta see if I, I I gotta see if I I might hit you up, Tommy, to like Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one thing one thing I would like to share is a quick story. Um so Norn and I were talking a little while back about the promo card for the surfer, that nineteen ninety one. No. Yes. Was it the ninety one? Yeah, it's the ninety one. Yes. And the and best. I'm searched for I don't know. What would you say, Norrin? Like six months for one of those online? Yes. Yes. And so I'm just, I found my, I found a box that I just had some random stuff that somebody had sent me as part of a lot that I needed a couple of cards from. I'm thumbing through it. And after six months of like scouring the internet, I find the card in a random box from underneath my bed. And I was just, I was so excited. I couldn't believe it all that time. And it's just kind of cool to be able to help out someone like in the group from something you already have. And yeah. it was the best. It was the best. I made a huge post. I was like, I was like freaking out, Tommy. I was hoping you'd bring it up. I didn't want to say anything. I felt bad. I didn't want to embarrass you, but like, it's that 1990 Marvel Universe surfer. For some reason, with 1990 Marvel Universe, I've had the most dumbest luck <laughs> of, of getting cards from that set. I don't know what it is, but I've just gotten stupid lucky. And Tommy came to the rescue, literally came to the rescue, and found something that I still haven't seen. I still have not seen that card pop up anywhere. So, so, so we've we, so earlier on we were talking about the '91 Marvel Universe Cello Pack, which had the differences. So, what's the 1991 that you're talking about? What's that? So these are kind of scary. So, so we all know. Well, I guess we don't know. So, okay. So, 1990 Marvel Universe, which was the first set Marvel put out there, and we had Bob and Ken and everybody talk about it and confirm yeah. that. Um, there were these magazines called preview magazines. And in these preview preview magazines, there were these four four ups, so these four card uncut sheet in the magazine. And if you turn the card, you would see the diamond logo, similar to the Toy Biz logo, printed on the back, and the copyright information would be different. So um, that card itself, nope, that's the top sticker. And um, so that was the card. You know, I had a diamond on the. No, it did not. Am I wrong? I'm wrong. Wait, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, Wait a second. There was the dot. Uh, there was the diamond ones, and then there were the That's ones right. that didn't have the diamond that just had That's the difference it. down the bottom. Right. So the diamond ones came in the magazines of the promo, and then what ended up happening next was they had these cello packs, which are just clear plastic packs with these cards in there they're not organized in any particular way i think there's about 20 of them basically they're the same cards that came in the previous pack but these packs of the 1990 marvel universe these were packs basically to promote the set and this was marvel's first attempt at really promoting cards 
That's why they're so special. Um, you don't see them very often at all. And on those cards in that cello pack, they had a slight difference. One, they were darker, a lot darker, noticeably darker than the cards that were officially released later in boxes. And then when you flip them over, the more interesting part was they had the same backs as the one from the previous magazines, but no diamond. So the copyright information on the back is different. And it's the smallest change. It goes from three lines to two lines. And it's a huge difference. It's more historical in the sense that those cards are basically like the very first promotional material Marvel put out for Marvel cards. Yeah. Which is why it's in itself. I've never seen I didn't even know it existed until somebody told me about it. And then Tommy, like a boss, came in and found one (laughs) and hooked me up, which I had no, I just, it's stupid lucky because I keep looking and I can't find any. I just can't find them. Painfully can't find them. Wow, I feel like we're living in the TVA here. There's all these variants. Nothing about <laughs> running around. We got to prune them. <laughs> prune them. Prune them as long as they get pruned into Tommy or Norin's collection. And I we're good. Is, is, That's how is, we're keeping the timeline singular. Is after yeah. My, there we go. Like, you're you're, you're Tommy's you're, collection. Yeah, Tommy, you're, you're king. I want you to know that, Tommy. I don't think you realize that, but you're more king than the collector, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're protecting the sacred timeline. There you go. It must be protected. It must I, be protected. I, I, I work at the TVA. <laughs> <laughs> you got one of those sticks that makes people disappear. <laughs> the pruning stick. Pruning stick. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I can't remember now. I need to rewatch that show. Are you are you up on your MCU watching, Tommy? I am. Well, okay. I have not watched the what uh, what ifs yet. No me. Uh, but I stopped with Loki. So yes, I've seen everything up to Loki. Awesome. Mm. I'm awesome. really looking forward to um, I'm looking forward so much to Hawkeye. Yes. Yes. That should be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. I can't I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Uh, the trailer's just brilliant. Yeah, it's really funny. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do. The Spider Man one though, that's the one that's still got me going. I am really excited. Oh, uh, Spidey Free. Uh, what's yeah. it do? Yeah. No way home? No way home. I think it's going to just be incredible the way they're going. I'm hoping they bring in um, the previous Spider-Man and just blow it wide open. I'm, I, well, I think I think trailer one was fine. I think trailer two is going to be where they drop that sort of crumb and people are going to go absolutely bat crazy. Yes. Yeah. And that that'll be the thing where people are like, whoa. You know, because already people are intrigued. And that's the kind of thing they'll drop maybe six weeks before the movie comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know how the I know how these people's minds work. I know and, how these and, people yeah, yeah, they're looking forward to that deeply. Um, I think Spider Man is probably one of my favorite characters. Um as everyone knows I love Archangel, but I think I mean Spider Man, he's just he's so iconic for me. Mm. Um, so I, just, yeah, the story of the awkward kids struggling and then all of a sudden, like, helping other folks out. I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't beat that. No, I agree 100%. Plus, uh, you know, he's got great female side characters. This is this is probably one of my favorite cards that, that I have. This oh. is a production piece. Uh, uh, 
So this one came from the VP of uh, uh, one of the organizations. I'll have to look it up. I have the whole printout from it. It came from his collection, and it's the only. There's only a number of these out there, and the back of it's actually signed by Stanley. So, so what is it? So it's a pre-production for um, a set of cards that never really never got released. But it's a printing play. Uh, yeah, because Tops had the I think Tops had the um, the rights for it at the time, and so I can't remember which company this was. I think it was which was the one that went bankrupt a little while back. Um, uh, they- pass. <laughs> Impulse, Fleer, Skybox, I have no idea. It may have been Fleer. It may have been Fleer. And um they had this this came from them. It was never it was never produced. Wow. But um yeah. So it's what it's so it's got a picture of Spider-Man on it, but down at the bottom instead of its name it's got 0001. And here's another one of it. So there's at least three. There's at least three of these out there. Um, somebody from the group has the other one. Who will remain nameless? Because um, I saw <sighs> that a little while back. But yeah, Spider-Man. I don't know. There's just something about him that. No, Tommy. No, no. You don't get to just continue conversation like that after showing I, those cards. I, sorry. You don't. You don't get to just I, talk naturally I, like nothing happened. Okay? How dare you, sir? I, I, I'm having trouble computing what I've just seen, and we will put pictures of those on the tasting notes. But those are incredible. I mean, only one of them is signed by Stan Lee. But I mean, even without that, that's such a unique item. Yeah. Oh God, I'm so yeah. mad at you right now. <laughs> um, I've got one. I've got one from another rival organization that can't be shown on the po- that can't be shown in the group. Uh, oh, but it does God. feature Batman, and so wow. I I have a sneaking suspicion that there is a um, there's a Superman out there as well. Please tell me there's a Stan Lee signature on the back of that Batman. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be absolutely wonderful. I think I think that would possibly break the internet and and most people's most people's sanity if they saw that. Uh, how, how does that compute, Tommy? Sorry, over your, over over your shoulder there. Is that a picture of you and your beloved on your wedding day? It I is. can see on the wall. It is. That's oh, a really it is. sweet photo. It just keeps catching nice. my eye. And I, keep, I keep seeing it and going, ah, because I'm <laughs> soft like that. Now on the other wall, I have my pictures of Nar and from Nar and Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> is that trying to balance it out? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the light side versus the dark side of your room. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. This is this is Tommy's man cave. We're getting we're getting a real glimpse into the uh, into the tower of Tommy here, um, <laughs> or whatever the expression is. Um, I, I think it's fascinating that, that Marvel Masterpieces would be your go-to, and I think that's an exceptionally wise choice. May I just say, no love for the 2018 in there. I noticed. Um, I mean... So I, yeah. I'll tell Simone, he won't mind. He's a big boy, he can take I mean, it. I would... The issue that I come up with some of those is some of them, I don't know, they just seem to be... They may be harder this much later to go after. 
Um, and so maybe the more release stuff I could get a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also, it would be a huge step for me to ever make in any of those directions because there's still so many good cards out there that I want from like the 90s. There's one one set, it's from the, um, the Triton series, the Daredevil Triton. They had the three cards. Yes, I recently acquired that, actually. There's a rare variant of that that has the bronze or gold border. Oh. And they're really hard to come by. I kind of am wondering if I should even be mentioning these. I'm trying to track down one of them. I have two. We can can always redact it. We can always redact it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't Love it. Um, and I have those. They're somewhere. They're in another box. I don't know. But yeah, they have like a gold border on them. So what you had to do is you had to, I think, collect a certain number of the regular issued ones and then send them right. in. And they would send you one of these cards. Okay. So this is like a forerunner to the EPAC kind of accumulator yeah. and redemption system. Yeah. But in physical form. Yeah. So. Wow, um, interesting. <laughs> Have you gone digging in one of your boxes? I've got it somewhere around here. That's okay. That's all right. We'll find a picture like of all the tasting notes. Days. That's fine. Uh, there's so much stuff. Listen, if I went into my boxes, I think I'd, I'd surface a week later, uh, which is why I need to trim down. <laughs> is why I need to trim down the amount of stuff I've got um, in boxes. Um, I will. I, I feel a claim sale coming on. Um, Tommy, this is this is this has been absolutely marvelous. I'm going to kind of wrap us up, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Not that I want to get rid of you, but I'm just I'm just aware of the fact that we could spend and probably will do um, all day sharing each other cards. <laughs> so why don't so we let much. the listeners go and we'll start sharing each other cards? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what's going to start happening. So so. Um, Dear everybody listening, sod off. We're going to show each other cards. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later. We'll talk later. <laughs> we, we will. We will talk later. No, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. I've got no idea who the intro is going to be for this episode, so we'll figure it out. You'll have heard them at the top of the show, um, and we'll put some promotional links to wherever it is they hang their hat on the interweb, uh, on the tasting notes. So you, you'll see, you'll see that there. Anyone who think we actually plan this stuff, um, so. Um, Tommy, you know this because you're a moderator on the group. You know, there is a lot going on in the hobby right now. And we thank you for making our show a part of your hobby experience. As ever, let us know if you're enjoying our podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Have you done that, Tommy? I have. Good, good, good. Good lad. (laughs) Wherever you get your podcasts (laughs) and on our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, find us at the MCC pod. You can also send us emails at the MCC pod at gmail.com. Have you done that, Tommy? I have not. Good. Send us one afterwards. Or leave us voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash MCCP forward slash message. And I know you haven't done that, but go on, get on it. Um, Tommy. You're you're a, you're a scholar and a gent. Thanks for spending some time with us um, on your weekend. Um, I love your stuff, um, and personally, th- just thank you for everything you do you know, in the groups and you know to help out. So um, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. Uh, I don't think I've, I've ever met anyone who has quite had an experience as you have with enjoy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. 
visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting. I, I didn't set this up beforehand. I didn't tell you we were going to do it. But do you know how we sign off our podcast, Tommy? I do not. You do not. Good. <laughs> this is going too well. Noreen, what, what, what do we say to end our podcast? It's happy collecting, Tommy, just so you know. Oh. <laughs> I can't, literally, I can't take him anywhere. And. and <laughs> And the fluffy thing on the end of uh, Noreen's phallic microphone has just fallen off. So that was an amusing <laughs> visual for me. If Sorry nothing, about that. Excuse no, me. If huh? else. What's going on? <laughs> um, it's enjoy collecting, Tommy. Signing off, buddy. Wait, what? I'm sorry. What? I kind of lost still there. <laughs> just go ahead and say enjoy collecting. Enjoy collecting. Done. Oh, <laughs> maybe that was painful. <laughs> I'll... I'll edit that to make it better. No, 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 no. Leave it in. <laughs> that actually work. Well. I'll we'll, leave it in. We'll put some Benny Hill music beneath it. That'll work. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>